say welcome to the 20th episode of All the Books, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. All right, so go ahead. Well, I mean, we could just go. No, from but there. It's, it's your thing. And I don't All right, welcome to the official podcast. Oh, no, you guys screwed up. Yeah, say the twentieth episode. Welcome to the twentieth episode of All the Books, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. Good old acquaintance. Cause it's our New Year's episode. Yeah, it's, this is the first forgot. podcast of the year. Welcome to twenty sixteen, everyone. Number twenty. That's right. We're coming to you almost live because we're going to record and post in the same day. It's crazy. Yeah, don't make promises. I can't keep. You can keep it. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's right. We are recording on the same. Here day. we are. Because we had a really busy schedule, uh, listeners. Because uh, Eric took a multi-week vacation. You, you were you were under a deception. Yeah. The last couple of podcasts, it's we don't true. know if you could tell. Yeah. But there was a little subterfuge. We we said we were recording on time. Yeah. And that every yeah, every we podcast like, we were like, releasing was like this week. Oh, Star Trek and like Star, Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> oh, it's a new year. <laughs> I know that was my resolution. How's Star Wars? How yeah. was Christmas? It was, it was all lies. Yeah. It was a pack of lies. Yeah, and we recorded ahead of time. You deserve better than that. A lot that. of times. So. But today, we're Honest, recording live, honesty, and then we're getting the back on policy. schedule. Yep. Actually, this recording and then posting the same day is pretty good, because then we can like... It's so fresh. We can have a weekend. I know. Which is nice. Yeah. So, so here we are. We can, yeah. we can even say it's January 4th. Welcome. January 4th. Hi there. Happy 2016. That's right. <sighs> no, yeah. You really did forget how to do this. Didn't yeah, you? well, okay. I, mean, I guess I'm just tired. 2015 really took it out of me. Yeah. In this podcast. Yeah, we've had a couple of days in 2016. Yeah. So seems like that would have cleared you up, yeah. but I guess I'm not. sick. Well, let so. me remind you what we start with, and that is usually bookmark. Yeah, where's our bookmark? Uh, so hit it. No, 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 no. You want me to go first? I actually, I don't care. I'll hit oh, it then. Boy. All no right. Point. Okay. You, you're well, ruining I've got my Goodreads up right now. Well, okay. since we recorded last time. I read, I read four books. Congratulations. Thanks, man. I read Appaloosa, not to be confused with Alpalooza, mm-hmm. as I constantly confuse mm-hmm. it with, by Robert B. Parker. Yeah. It's a Western. Yeah. Starring. One of my favorites. Yeah. Viggo Mortensen. Uh, that's the movie. Oh, yeah. I meant the book starring Ed Harris. Also the movie. All right. I meant the book. Okay. That's it. I, I read the book. Are you going to follow that series at all, or are you just going to read it? I don't know. Book? You follow the series, right? I've read all the Robert Parker ones, and then I read one of the Robert Knotts. And as you recall, listeners, yeah. I hated the Robert Knott one. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, are the sorry, Parker sorry, ones Bob good? Knott. Yeah, the Parker ones are really good. The second one is not as good as the other ones, because it's sort of, you know, the, the first one sort of ends like a standalone. Yeah. So to kind of go yeah. back on that takes a little bit of a way. Kind of like with Jurassic Park and the Lost World. That's doesn't make any sense. Sure it does. You, it's your problem with the start of The Lost World is that they kind of like disregard the resolution of Jurassic Park. Nope. Yes. Nope. Malcolm and all that? You I, mean, no, you I don't that. care. I'm glad he's back. Oh my gosh. We've had this conversation. No way. Well, right. We're going to have to go back to our all Michael right. Crichton spotlight. No, 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 no. We can't. We can't. Anyway. I like how you so, tried to point out I had a problem with Jurassic Park and The Lost World. I know. That was World. my fault. I see that now. <laughs> all right. So you may or may not follow Appaloosa. What else you got? All right. Well, I read uh, Jurassic Park and the Lost World. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, I read The Rest of Us Just Live Here. I've talked about this before. It's by Patrick Ness. YA? Yes, it's a YA book. It's okay. about... That the, stands for young adult, new listeners in 2016. <laughs> it, it's about uh, the kids in a YA story... Oh, my gosh. ...that aren't the Ooh. main characters. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm, so just, I'm resting my eyes. There are characters out there having, like, adventures. They okay. call them the indie kids. Right. They're out there, like, falling in love right, with so vampires. So your Katnisses, your Bellas. Right. That's okay. what they're happening. But right. the focus is on just the kids dealing with life. So it was like if, if it was just a book all about... Uh... Normal teen life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And if you took out any of that, it's okay. just, so a just boring. Like, we're just following, like, yeah. Anna Kendrick's character from Twilight. She gets her yes. own movie. Yes. Right. I'd watch it. I would watch it. Well... What if it wasn't Anna, Anna Kendrick? Pass. What if it, yeah, okay. So right. there we go. Um, the book was really boring. Oh. It was a, I thought it was going to be like well, a really funny concept. I mean, it's a book based on side characters. Not interesting enough to yeah. get their own books. So. It's like, boy, I guess if you're not Col- fighting vampires, you, you just have to deal with OCD and prom. Uh, yeah. Well, Sorry, kids. Real yeah. tough out there. Yeah. Why, well, actually, OCD is really <laughs> hard to deal <laughs> just with. I was going to say. Prom, <laughs> though. Man. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I read The Sandman Overture by Neil uh, Gaiman. Yes. So I was so excited when I found out that you ordered it because I kept circling this, it. No, no, we've had this exact conversation on a previous podcast. Hmm. So. Well, I read it. Good. And it was okay. great. All right. Five stars. Yeah, you said that last time. I think you also said Appaloosa no. last time, too. But I said I was okay. going to read it. All right. I had, I had like a big pile of books to read yeah. while I was reading. Why would you lie? Uh, five stars. It makes me want to go back and read all the Sandman comics. I'm again. getting deja vu. And it I would swear. make sense. 
No, I said my problem last time. I had I was worried that okay. it, I had been too far removed. Yes, that's right. You did say from that. reading it, and so I was worried because I had just started it, mm-hmm. but it won me over. And the art's great. Good, good for you. And since it's the prequel, yeah, it I could now just yeah. restart the Sandman. So comics. if I was gonna read it, I should start with no, the prequel. Nick. Uh, huh? Huh? It's not a bad idea. Okay, but you shouldn't. All right. Okay. Uh, and I read Scarlet. That's the second book. Cinder. That's the sequel to Cinder. Sequel to Cinder. Part of the okay. Lunar Chronicles. And we're doing Lunar Cinder. is another word for moon. I know that. Moon is no. another word for satellite? No, 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 no. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, all right. It's also a movie starring Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Really good movie. Yeah. Do we have that? Satellite. In, do we have that in the collection? Do you know? Uh, I think we do. Let's check out Sam Rockwell's moon. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, the movie, the movie yeah. called. Wow! All right, you heard it here first. Sam Rockwell has a so, great moon. And just a reminder, we're doing Cinder for our YA book club. And what, what are we doing that? April? Not the YA. The YA for adults. YA for book adults club. book club. Yeah. Yeah. Teens already had their shot. Yeah, they did. They got to read it. Yeah. Now it's the adults turn. Adults turn. Uh, I don't know because we're starting with Divergent. Yeah. I think we'll probably do Cinder next. next. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. It's coming up. And then. Right now, I'm re- I, I liked it. I gave it four stars. Okay. It was pretty good. It has... It, this is about... Scarlet is Red Riding Hood. Okay. And she meets a character called Wolf. Okay. I don't know why these books are clicking with me, man. I don't either. I'm not like a fairy tale guy. That was... That did not sell it for me No, but it's all. also... It's sci-fi. Okay. So, like, Cinder's a cyborg. Oh, boy. And Scarlet is, like... She's out there Ooh. trying to find her grandmother who's been kidnapped yeah. by the organization. And okay. they've been, like, genetically hybrid to have wolf-like traits. All right. Whatever. No, I'm, You'll see, man. I'll do it. You'll yeah. see at the YA Book Club I'm for Adults. I'm, I'm committed. YA Adults for Book Clubs? I don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> that would be Young Adult Adults. Which oh, is that's confusing. confusing. Yeah. yeah. Is that it? Adult did you, young did adults. you finish your bookmark then? I'm still reading. I just started a second Western book called Doc. Doc Brown from Back to the Future? Yeah. It's, 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 it's set in like Back to the Future Part 3? No. All the time he's there as a blacksmith? No. I think it's Doc Holiday. Oh. Sorry. Okay. By Mary. Oh, yeah, Doc Hollywood, the Michael J. Fox. Right, the yeah. plastic surgeon. Yeah. Who, okay. By Mary Daria Russell. I'm just going to call her Mary Russell now. Let's do it. And I'm also reading Julie of the Wolves by Jean Craighead George. What is that? It's this book. It's, Julie of the Wolves. It's a kid's book. Okay. Won a Newbery Award in the 70s. Oh, okay. I've never read it. This is me right. trying to Going show to... my teachers that I am an advanced reader, That's and they right. can't tell me what I should or shouldn't read. <laughs> I'm going to read Julie of the Woods and Island of the Blue Dolphin. Well, tell and, tell uh, me what you think. What's the motorcycle one? The mouse and the motorcycle? Yeah. Mouse and the Mayflower? Mm. Did you ever watch that? No, I didn't. Oh, it was all right. I've seen Stuart Little, and I've read Stuart Little. Well, did Stuart Little go on the Mayflower? Yeah, that's another Michael J. Fox movie. Yeah, I guess he's our celebrity of the day. Michael J. Fox on the brain. Yeah, Michael Michael J. Fox, if you're listening, please come on all the books. Probably. You know what? I've actually, I've read his books. He wrote Lucky Man and Always Looking Up. They're both very good, particularly Lucky Man. I'm going to throw something out to you. Okay. We have a time machine. We go back to the early 80s. We cast Michael J. Fox how, as... How many, how many gigawatts would we need to go back to? Oh, that's funny time? because I'm saying... Yeah, I didn't even think about right. connecting those yeah. because what I'm saying is early 80s, we cast Michael J. Fox as James Bond Jr. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's, right? that's gold. Right? That is golden. All right. Yeah. That's it. Okay. I think he's even wearing like the same Marty McFly jacket. He's got the suspenders. And, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's it, man. So you close in your bookmark. Yeah. Okay. You don't close a bookmark. You close, you close a book your book on, on your bookmark. bookmark. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so do you not know how bookmarks work? No, I know how they work. We've been doing this for know, 20 no, episodes. I know how they work. I know what how they work. What have you been thinking this is our segment of? Um, oh, that was a rough sentence. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So here's some things I finished. Oh, last week I was starting Heir to the Jedi, that first person Star Wars book. But I actually set that aside because in the mail I got The Joiner King by Troy Denning, which is also a Star Wars book, but it's set 30 years after... The original movies, which is the same time the movie set. So I thought it'd yeah. be really neat to read that sort of with the new movie in my head. I liked it. It wasn't great. It was a little overly long. They're fighting like a bug race, so it was kind of Yes. That's I think that's like after I mean that's not, after Jedi Academy. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's I haven't got the, to it. It's not the Wuzan Gong or whatever that is. I think they're Yuzan Gong. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Anyway. That was pretty good. It's the first of the Darkness trilogy. I enjoyed that. As I mentioned, I really like when Leia uses her Jedi powers, and she has a cool Jedi fight scene there. I think I'm pretty indifferent about Leia and her Jedi powers. I know you are. I've always liked that. That's always Maybe I shouldn't say thing. this. It's not our Star Wars podcast anymore. You're right. I don't know if Leia is that great of a female character. What? Looking back, having watched the movies, I feel like in A New Hope, she's a strong character. Yeah. But I feel like in Empire and Jedi, she's... She's brought down a few levels, and she's not well, as she's strong. she's still, like, in charge of things. She's still, like, doing stuff. Yeah. I just... I think she loses something in those two movies. When she becomes, like, a romantic interest. Yes. 
That's yeah. it. Yeah. When when she stops being her own character. Well, she, yeah, but I mean, she's the one who rescues Han. I mean, that's kind of that's true. You know, it's not like he rescues her. Yeah. So that's something. All right. Anyway, I read the Joiner King, and I'm planning to finish out that trilogy, and I'm planning to go back to Heir to the Jedi because I was intrigued by it. She's no Mara Jade. That's true. It was so nice to have that. I really miss Mara Jade in the movie. The whole like Mara Jade thing. Yeah. Anyway. Well, someday when I buy the Star Wars franchise yeah. from Disney, yeah. I'm going to go back and digitally They're, put in a redhead. Do in it. Each of the old movies. They're making a Star scenes. Wars movie like every six months now. So yeah. sooner or later, they're going to have to tap Mara Jade and <laughs> do a Mara Jade movie. Yeah. Anyway, I also read uh, a Superman Fantastic Four crossover graphic novel. Wow. <laughs> For those of you at home, Eric rolled his eyes <laughs> aggressively. Uh, not you do great. read a lot of Superman crossovers. Yeah, I liked it. I really liked the Green, Green Lantern Silver Surfer crossover. That just worked. That yeah. just worked so well. This was a Galactus story. Superman becomes like Galactus' new herald. What? I know. It was crazy. I got it in our library alone. So you can, you can if we don't have a book or... or None of the other STLS libraries have them. We can still get them from libraries out of the system. So I put in a special request for this. Hmm. And I got it, and it came, and it was, like, giant. It wasn't regular graphic novel size. It was, like, uh, like two feet tall. It was huge. It was right. cool. It wasn't okay. a great story, but I read it, and it's done. Yeah. I'm currently reading... Man, the chemistry between Reed and Clark Kent must have been off the charts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Not a doing good. Oh, I'm currently reading The uh, Wright Brothers by David McCullough. That's his latest historical... Fiction? It's not fiction. No, it's oh. just a story about the Wright brothers. And I'm about 50% through it. It's really interesting. It tends to get bogged down a little bit with like really explaining just how those planes worked. It's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, aviation. Yeah. Um, so, but I am enjoying that. It's my first David McCullough, actually. Oh. I haven't read any of his other things. I don't know who John, he wrote John Adams. That's the, that's the one he's probably most famous for. They made the miniseries with Paul Giamatti. HBO. Oh, John Adams is a character from Hamilton, the musical. Uh, well, yes, yeah. that's Hamilton's true. all like, shut, shut up, John Adams. I think that's 1776, the musical that you're thinking of. No, but no. Oh, I'm really? Not. Do they say that in Hamilton? Yeah. That's funny, because that's a big motif in 1776. Oh. Shut up, John Adams. Shut up. Oh, that's, hey, anyway. He tells him to sit down and calls him some pretty bad words. Ooh. Actually, whenever John Adams speaks in that thing, it's yeah. like a... Really dubbed, low voice, like I've come now. That's <laughs> like he's. I know just, him. I can't be. Yeah. Uh, hey, look at you yeah. singing Hamilton. Hamilton reference. Anyway, uh, well, while we're talking about Hamilton, remember we do have that in our new CD section. So stop yeah. in and check out the Hamilton musical. Two and discs. the book. Uh, what? And the book. We do have the that book. Yeah, Chernow. That's written by Chernow. Ron Chernow, I think. But we do have that. Could be by anybody. Uh, I'm also reading All Dressed in White by Mary Higgins Clark. And I was surprised. Burke. I thought you didn't like the first book. Well, I was kind of indifferent to the first book. It wasn't bad. And I, like, I really like the premise of them using this TV show to like go into cold cases. And this book, I'm probably a third of the way through. And I like it much more. Mm. Like it's, it, the writing is much smoother. And the story seems a little bit more in-depth. The other one's a little too surface. And I this, think they're kind of finding their groove. So this, this is book two. Is it written Suspicion by series. both of them? It is. Oh, okay. But I haven't read, I haven't read any just standalone Mary Higgins Clark, so I don't I don't know how it compares to her other things. I don't know if you can tell the difference, and I haven't read any Valor Fairburg stuff. So okay, I don't really know. But I am liking it. And, Good. Uh, Good for you. I haven't read the Mary Higgins Clark that it sort of spun out of. But huh. Cinderella Murders was okay. All dressed in white, also good. So we have it, but I have it currently checked out. So if you want it, you'll have to put a hold on it. Actually, right now we have a display up in the library with all the books that. The library has done a book club for. Yeah. So you did yeah. the Cinderella Murders for a book club. No, I just read it. Oh. No. The know. only, um, well, no, I did a Carol Higgins Clark. I did Decked. I can't keep them yeah, straight. Yeah, I know. Uh, but we do have a, that, well, thanks for bringing it up. We do have a display in the library that is all the book club books we've done and the book club books that we're doing in 2016. So That's right. If you're interested, we meet the first Tuesday. No, sorry. I just changed them. We meet the first Wednesday of the month at 3 o'clock for Page Turners. We do murder mysteries. Right now we're doing uh, Prince of Beverly Hills by Stuart Woods. We meet the third Tuesday of the month at noon for our contemporary classic. So it's like a lunchtime thing. And we're doing uh, The Tiger's Wife right. by Taya Obrecht. Is Prince of Beverly Hills a crossover between Beverly Hills Cop and, and Fresh Prince? Welcome to America. Oh, no. It's coming to America. And uh, no, what's not. Welcome to America? That's uh, a thing you made up. It's no, not, it's not. It's not a thing. It's definitely something. I mean, that's probably something that people say to people new to America. Don't do it. 
He's trying to... Eric, please don't. What's... Well... Uh, oh, no, she's... Ah, oh, Siri, you're ruining my bit. Okay, all right. This one. Wow, so I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. We were talking Mary about Bookmark Clark. and Mary Higgins Clark. Okay. And your awesome book club display. Yeah, so, so check out the books. It's a mix of books we're doing soon, too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, it's got all the ones for Station 11. Station 11 we're doing. We're doing... Um, uh, Nobody's Fool by Richard... No, not Nobody's Fool. Empire Falls by Richard Russo. Right. A lot, lot of good stuff Love coming out fail. this year. So. Love May Fail by Matthew Quick. Yep, yeah. we're doing that. So anyway, I guess that's it for me and my old bookmark. Wow, I thought you were going to have a lot more. What were you doing over break? Sorry, man. I guess you didn't have as much of a break as I did. That's true. I was working. Yeah. Well, All right, so what do we got coming out? It's a lot. Oh, boy. We're starting this year strong. Okay. And let's start it with nonfiction. All right. Actually, no, let's start it with what I think you're going to care about. Hey, <laughs> but maybe I should say it so you. It's a pleasant change. No, all right, we'll we'll start with this. Okay, the Force Awakens. Hey, the, colon. I'm actually, <laughs> Star Wars. Amazon colon, the Force Awakens puts colon. it the Force Awakens parentheses Star Wars parentheses. Oh, the book says Star the Force Awakens Wars uh-huh. by Alan Dean Foster. Oh, the novelization. Yeah. Okay. The official novelization. They had to wait till the movie came out. Yeah. So here it is. Huh. Um, I'll probably read that. I heard there's going to be some, you know, scenes that didn't make it in the movie. That's cool. There. I mean, that's what I like. Alan Dean Foster. He wrote Splinter of the Mind's Eye, among other things. Yeah. But he's got a long history with Star Wars fiction. He wrote the very first Star Wars uh, novel. So yeah, he's been doing it's it forever. Cool to see him come full circle here. I just took a cough drop, so I might sneeze a lot. Is that what you say? I took a cough drop. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> the proper terminology. It just it didn't sound right. All okay. right. For, when does the Force Awakens come out? The movie. The book. Oh, all these books come out January 5th. January 5th. Tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow We can even us. say tomorrow. Yeah. That's exciting. So? We do have the soundtrack also in our new CD selection. Yeah. We have in our hearts? soundtrack. Uh, yeah, it's in our in hearts. In our souls. Okay. All right. I can't go with you on this journey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So the nonfiction books that I have now. These are all coming out January 5th. Spark okay. Joy, an illustrated master class on the art of organizing and tidying up by Mary Kondo. That's it. Okay. it. I mean, the title's explanatory. Yeah, I get it. I get what it's about. Should probably. I get you that for your birthday? No, oh, probably not gonna happy read it. birthday. Thank you, Where's your friend. bookmark at 33? That's right. Yep. Never Big thought three, three. I would know anyone at 33. What? What does that mean? It means all my friends usually the, oh, at 32. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. so this is like a real milestone for me. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for the birthday wishes. No problem. Listeners... Yeah. Also send in birthday wishes. It's sure. it's only right. Yeah, it is. We yeah. give the gift yeah. every week of this <laughs> podcast. You yeah. can give Nick the gift of admiration. Uh, all right. The Fully Raw Diet. 21 Days to Better Health with Meal and Exercise Plans, Tips, and 75 Recipes by Christina. I'm just going to stop at Christina. <laughs> the rest of the name is... Aguilera? No. Oh. Uh, she seems nice, though. She's very smiley. She's got a... Well, collective she's on, bowl she's on a raw vegetables. diet, so she's probably very healthy. She's yeah. probably got a lot of energy. Uh, how to make money last, the indispensable retirement guide. Oh, you yeah. just turned 33. You're going to need this. I am. Yeah, that, I'm that's an old quick. joke. I'm in the process of turning 33 right now. It's happening before your very eyes. Ah! Yeah. No, I'm okay. Okay. That's by Jane Bryant Quinn. Mm. Okay. Uh, the complete book of home organization, 200 tips of projects. I could use that. Yeah. Uh, this is by... A oh, bowl full of lemons.net. <sighs> Weird. This world. <laughs> Web- websites are writing books now? Yeah. Is really... it, wait, did you say it was by Skynet? Yeah, it's by Skynet. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Their first assault was Terminator Genesis. Yeah. And then that All book. right. Always Hungry, Conquer Cravings, oh, Retain hold on, hold on, Your hold Fat on. Cells, and hold Lose on. Weight Permanently wait, by on. David Ludwig. Do you like Terminator Salvation better than you like Terminator Genesis? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wait, do you like Terminator Genesis better than Salvation? I At least Salvation, Salvation is like bad with style. Ugh. Genesis is just like bad. See, I don't. I disagree. Paint with you. by I, numbers. I like the things that happened in Genesis. I thought it was really cool that the time travel and everything. Oh. I liked the way they. We don't have to fight about it. I was just curious if if you preferred Genesis too. No, my, my I mean, for me, my favorite's T two. And sure. then yeah. I don't know if I prefer the first one over the third one. I love the third one too. Yeah. So I thought you were going to ask me uh, if you were, if I sensed a theme with all these books. That I'm oh listening. no! All right. <laughs> oh jeez! No, I wasn't even listening. Well, <laughs> Abundance cool. now. Amplify your life and achieve prosperity today. Wow. 
But it comes out January 5th, so I guess tomorrow. Tomorrow. Lisa Nichols. Who is that? I don't know. Well, Steve Harvey does a forward. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have to apologize. I meant to forward a different book. A different book, book entirely. <laughs> All right. Let's see. What's the next one? Survey says Miss uh, Columbia. Yeah. Poor Miss Columbia. Hey, I yeah. think that's all the self-help books. Okay. I guess it's because it's the new year. Yeah. So everybody's got these resolutions. People are like, I'm, this is the year I'm going to organize my house and yeah. have a raw diet. Yeah. Um, Read Steve Harvey books, I guess. <laughs> I so, here's Do you remember the, the old Burger King commercial Steve Harvey used to do about... Uh, no. Okay. I mean, maybe. I was was like, talking, it was like a combination sandwich, sandwich salad. And he was like, why don't we just call it a sandwich or like a Santa Lad? I don't remember You don't remember that? that? No. Okay, we'll YouTube it later. We'll I must not up. have had cable. Do the kids say YouTube it? Because as soon as I said that, I felt like a grandpa. Uh, oh, no, I are don't the, know. Are the kids saying that? I don't know what the kids are saying. Okay. They're probably just saying whatever. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm anyway. sure they're not talking about Steve Harvey Burger King commercials from the 90s. <laughs> they are. They are. All right. Oh, look. Look what's trending on Twitter. <laughs> Steve Harvey Burger King commercials. All right. Here's another nonfiction book. Okay. But we're past the self-help books. Okay. I just want to get those out of the way. All right. Listeners, I'm not saying you have a problem, but I'm giving you solutions he, if you think cer- you have problems. He's certainly not saying you don't have a problem, <laughs> though. I think we can NFL Confidential. True Confessions from the Gutter of Football. Oh, I'd rather read Raw Diet. This is by Johnny Anonymous. Depp. No, Johnny Anonymous. Oh, Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> All right, that's it. You and I, we're watching Johnny Mnemonic tonight. Okay. All right, go on. All right, uh, City of Thorns, Nine Lives in the World's Largest Refugee Camp. Oh, okay. Ben Rawlins. All right. Why don't you joke about that, Mr. Funny Man? No, you really, got something about everything. I was. I did have something locked and loaded. Then you said refugees, and I thought, well... <laughs> Maybe not. Woo. It's a new year. It is a new year. Yeah. It's a new you. It's a new me. It's a new it's dawn. A new podcast. I'm 33 now. I can't be doing that stuff. Yeah. It's a new hope. Yeah. Ba, 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 da, da. Sorry, that's kind of It's not even. Doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. All right. Uh, Blackout by David Rosenfeld. I don't know this author. Oh yeah, David Rosenfeld. Yeah. You know this author. Yeah. Mysteries and stuff. He's got a lot of like dog fiction. <laughs> well, his uh, his author picture is him and a dog. Yeah. Oh, it looks like dog a Labrador fiction. or a Retriever. I have not read David Rosenfeld. But he also looks he's like got a, he's got a following. He looks like the dad from Wonder Years. I said that about <laughs> other people. I say that about what like, would like, you do if he sang? The cover is a is a woman. She's like looking at us, and you can only see here. And that's a like okay. Well, okay, the, for the people don't know what you, you mean. You can only but... see her nose and above. Yeah, and that's the top cover. And then she's covered in a jacket, followed by blackout. Oh wait, there's a hotel with the curtain drawn. It looks like somebody's this is in... like a game that nobody enjoys or wanted to play to begin with. <laughs> All right, the past, a novel <laughs> by Tessa Hadley. Uh huh. Do you know Tessa Hadley? No, I don't. Oh, you're gonna. Okay. Because she's coming to your house. What? Yeah. A birthday surprise? Well, she's... I better I better read some of her books like real quick. <laughs> she's just making. Dinner and then she's leaving. That's nice. She's not staying for dinner. She's not going to stay for dinner. No. Okay. By the time you get there, probably right. already be made and ready for the microwave. So she wrote mm-hmm. Clever Girl. <gasps> oh my goodness. Jurassic Park. That's a Jurassic Park yeah. reference. The London train. Must go faster. Accidents in the home. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Sorry, Teresa Hadley. You're just not my style. Wow. I haven't even read Teresa, he's just not that into you. <laughs> uh, Cruel Crown. Red Queen. No, it's a novella for the Red Queen. Okay. Red Queen is uh, by Victoria Aveyard. Aveyard. <laughs> Probably that's how you say it, sure. It was a favorite of some of our listeners. They oh, said yeah, that's last right. podcast. You're right, you're right. And won some awards. So yeah. here's a no- uh, novella before the next book comes out. Two more YA books Passenger by Alexandra Brecken. It's got like a city in a bottle. Okay. I don't even know how you start with that. And then Truth Witch, a Witchlands <laughs> novel. <laughs> A lot of witch in there. Truth Witch sounds like a really honest sandwich. It, mm. it tells yeah. you exactly. Yeah. By I'm Susan Denard. I'd like to apologize to our listeners for that. that Fun was, fact about Passenger and Truth that Witch. That was an Eric joke. I just ordered them today. Oh, hey. So, those are two YA books coming. That's pretty cool. Do you want me to tell you about these books? Yeah. Pass- really? No, I don't. I don't. Uh, please don't. One please Devastated don't. Night, violin prodigy Etta Spencer loses everything she knows and loves. Probably a violin in the process. If, if I'm a barometer of some of our listeners, <laughs> we're starting to get bored. So, huh, all right, do well, with that what you will. All right. I think that's it, man. Okay. I mean, there's a lot more books good coming choice. out the fifth, but I don't really? want to give our... Oh, The really Cinematic Legacy choice. of Frank Sinatra by David Willis. Oh, hey. That is also coming out. Frank Sinatra. He's, he's a big guy in the world of 
Cinema? Cinema? I'm trying to think if I've seen any Frank Sinatra movies. Musicals? Did you see the musical of Guys Guys and Dolls? No, I did not. I lived it. (laughs) What about the other? (laughs) Ocean... Ocean's Eleven. Oh, you know, I've seen Ocean's Eleven. I've seen Ocean. Oh, I've seen Ocean's Eleven and On the Town. I really liked On the Town. On the Town. That must be what. Oh, The First Order by Jeff Abbott. That's also coming out. That's Star Wars. Nope. Two brothers, one dead, executed by extremists on a rainy video. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's see if there's. Let me just check. Nobody wants to read everything else I see. Nobody. Just making sure there's no other big name authors. Please stop. I don't see any. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and do our confirmation. All right, I'll, of, I'll make uh, sure there's no... Nope, that's it. All right, folks. So here's what we got coming out uh, down the road. So coming out in large print, these are our advanced notifications of what's coming. Uh, so looking ahead into March, we have The Forgotten Room by Karen White uh, and, and others. This, this has got three separate authors. But The Forgotten Room, this is a multi-generational family saga. So this okay. is coming out in March. Uh, then we also have... You like those? I like or some. You just, I wouldn't. I mean, I've read a few. I've read several. So it's I, not like you seek that kind of stuff out. No, no. This is told by three generations. Yeah, I, well, like the century, Ken Follett century trilogy. I and the sun. That. That's the sun. Yeah, that's also yeah. Uh, wow. Sorry, I am so sick. Wow. <laughs> now they're all sick from listening to that. Yeah, that was terrible. This is life, man. Yeah, I this know. is life recorded uh, as it's lived. Evergreen Springs by Rayanne Thane. So this is book three in her Haven Point series. Yeah. So this is coming out in March, but this is actually a Christmas themed book. So uh, do with that what you will. Rayanne Thane, what you thinking of? I know. Uh, now we got. Now this is this is our orders coming out the first March 29th. So March 29th Ooh. we have a new Heather Graham book. She's prolific. Yeah, and you know Graham. what? I'm going to be honest. Yeah. She's kind of a looker. Yeah. Not Heather Graham, the actress. Heather Graham, the author. No, I, right, yeah. Okay. I had to think for a second, but no. They I, actually, don't they look kind of similar, though? Yeah, they do. It's weird. So That's what's weird. Heather Graham, the actress, doing lately? Not, Not well. Much. No. <laughs> uh-uh. You think she'd be on like some kind of like... She, she is like... Anthology two, series on she's TV She's like right two now. months away from playing the mom on an ABC family show. Oh, That's, Heather Graham. I know. Uh, Heather Graham, the author... <laughs> has a book coming out called Flawless. So this is just a standalone uh, mystery thriller. Mm-hmm. So that's coming out March 29th. If you're a Heather Graham fan, look for that. J.A. Jantz has got a new entry in her Ailey Reynolds series. Well, now I feel like I need to say she's also a looker. I don't want to play favorites. J.A. Jantz? Yeah. Okay. Right? I mean, I, I'm not going to judge your type, so it's fine <laughs> if that's what you think. I don't know. I just feel bad. Now okay. I feel I don't want to create a... Sure. This is book number 11 in the Ailey Reynolds thing. And this one, Ailey Reynolds' father is uh, number one suspect in a big homicide. So she's got a, oh, yeah. she's got a family angle in this. So yeah. if you're a J.A. Jantz fan, March 8th, Clawback, an Allie Reynolds novel is coming out. Huh. Like a hammer, I guess? Clawback? Oh, yeah. Uh, then, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Perennial favorite, Beverly Lewis, back yeah. in the Amish game with The Atonement. <sighs> okay. So that yeah. is coming out. This might be a new edition. I don't know if this is... If this is a new book or if oh, an actual boy. new edition. But anyway, The Atonement coming out March 29th. So we will, we will definitely have all three of those yeah. books. All right. There's a few more, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it there. Two questions. Yes. Have you ever read a Jantz book? No. Okay. Second question. If I could get you dinner with Heather Graham, the author. Yeah. Would you have dinner with her? Absolutely. Heather Graham. Uh, wow. I, okay. I, just, I'm, I know you're listening. Yeah. And that, that was it. That was the confirmation. Yep. So you just... Call the David A. Hale Public Library. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'd love to have you. We'd yeah. love to have Heather Graham. Yeah. I'm good with uh, authors. I had a lovely dinner with the New York Times bestseller Archer Mayer. Uh, a lovely Italian dinner over at Latalia with uh, prolific author Joyce Carol Oates. So yeah, you have dinners a lot. Kind of my, uh, kind of my thing. So Heather Graham, I, I'd love to take you out for a night in the town. <laughs> yeah. uh, Heather okay. Graham, the actress. Uh, if you're also looking for a yeah. warm meal, yeah, Austin Powers Two was hilarious. Yeah, so thank you for your time. Yeah. Uh, before we jump into our main segment today. We, on our, what, the 19th episode, 18th episode? Anyway, we asked for your best picks of 19. 2015. Yes. And we got a lot of responses. And we read them on air. And then we got a lot more responses. We got so we many did. responses. We got a few. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to burn through these really quick because I love the responses that we got and I want people to know. Um, well, let's see. First, first, we have one correction. Um, the corrections? No, not that. Uh, Jonathan Fraser. At Sarah Keeler B says she she was trying to resist, but it's pronounced rolling like bowling. And we both said JK Rowling. So just beware. 
Rolling. So it's J.K. Rowling. Rowling, like bowling. So that's, uh, <sighs> yeah, I know. That's a lot to take in. There's a, we got a response from an a, a author favorite of Eric's, Dan Wells. Oh, yeah. We asked, this is part of the best reads of yeah. 2015. And he, he mentioned a blog post, Sherman Alexie's blog post about the poetry controversy. So this is from at the Dan Wells. Yeah. And so I read that. It's about, uh, you know how they do those end of the year collections of yeah. like best short story. Well, this was the best poetry one. And uh, the guy was trying to avoid, um, the guy was, the person putting them together was trying to get the collection to be more diverse in terms of authors. Okay. And by doing so, um, he ended up picking somebody based off just the name, and then found Probably out it was just, just uh, the name. But no, yeah. just the name. Oh, okay. And, I mean, he liked the poem yeah, too. Yeah, right, right, right. That's what I mean. Uh, I mean, he was still picking all the poems, but he was yeah. picking the poems, you know, by yeah. the names and everything. And then he found out the author was white, and so oh, then it, it was just. It uh, sounded like okay. I see. He and then well, it, that is a pickle. It just became. He just started writing about how diversity is confusing. Sometimes <laughs> okay. when you try to force it, I don't know. I it's see. it's it's an interesting read. Okay, well, I have not read it. We got a lot of problems. I'm not saying that we're going to solve them by figuring out how to get the best poetry the collected best poetry. every year, but <laughs> okay. So, all right. So let me see. I'm going to go through here quick. Facebook user Amy says, "We were liars" by E. Lockhart, "The Red Queen" by Victoria Aviard, "Girl on the Train" by Paula Hawkins. Two of those are YA books. Oh, great. We were liars, we're, and we're uh, doing a. Uh, a book, a book club. club on the girl on the train in October. So Amy, I've read it. Amy, please join us. Let's get uh, it. Marta says the Outlander series by Diana. Uh, oh, sorry, Diana Gabaldon. Yeah, were her favorites. Yeah. Uh, Facebook user Sarah says the Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. Hmm. Wendy says Ashley's War, the untold story of a team of women soldiers on the special ops battlefield. I've never seen that. Yeah. Um, she also read The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. That's an older book. That, that's been a big book club selection. I haven't done that one, but that's, that's been very popular. Do you think you're doing it out of spite by not picking that book? No. It's, it's nonfiction. We typically don't do nonfiction oh, that's book true. clubs. Would you start a whole new book club for that? You could have a nonfiction if page If people charter. were interested, I'd absolutely do a nonfiction. Oh. Uh, Joanne says, I'm loving the Poldark saga and read the wonderful Bernard Cornwell for the very first time this year. Oh, Poldark, right. He has a new miniseries mm-hmm. or series by BBC, which we have the first season on DVD uh, here. Joanne goes on to say the discovery of Witches Trilogy was fantastic discovery. Huh. And then she says she was a little disappointed by the Magicians Trilogy. Such a great premise, but the cursing and main characters grated her nerves. Oh. So I haven't read those, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Greg says, too many to answer, but... Uh, Ancillary Justice by Anne Leckie was probably the best original sci-fi debut novel. Hey, the Hugo Awards of 2014 would agree yes. with you, Greg. Uh, he really enjoyed Dan Slott's run on Silver Surfer. Oh, yeah, I gotta read that. Anything by Dan Slott. Well, Greg says it's good. Uh, <laughs> Sherry says Just Finishing the Red Tent by Anita Diamond. That's, that's an older one. Uh, Megan says... The Hair with the Amber Eyes by Edmund DeWall was an amazing and sensual read. How does she spell hair? H-A-R-E. Like, as in the tortoise and the... Okay. <laughs> uh, Isabel says, Boys in the Boat. Yeah. Sandy says, People seem to like Objectedly Yours. So I don't know what that one Boys is. Boys in the Boat is the sequel to Boys in the Hood? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Rihanna, I think, says... Rihanna? No. After You by Jojo Moyes. That was another one. I think Before You was also mentioned. So hmm. anyway, thank you, everybody, for all of those submissions. Uh, we also asked for about our, uh, our topic today. We didn't get many responses. So well, we'll you to, didn't have to tell them We'll that. have to get ahead of the, uh, the time. Yeah, that's true. I should have just kept it to myself. <laughs> made them all up. Well, we have so many responses. Yeah, almost too many responses. Oh, boy. Okay. So, so much that it looks like not a lot. For our first, uh, our first segment of the year, our first special segment, because we've done others, we're going to take a look at one of my personal favorites, old Johnny Grisham. Yeah. Eric, uh, you obviously have, you love John Grisham. You've read sure tons, do. tons and tons of Grisham yeah. things. He's my favorite so, author, born February 8th, 1955. Okay. I, it, the way you, you look down, so it seemed like you were like reading. No way. Story. No. I, oh. have, I have John Grisham facts okay. in my mind. Okay. I don't because I've just, it felt to me like you were reading his Wikipedia page. No way. Oh, okay. But uh, All right. well, did you know that as, as of 2012, his books have sold over 275 million copies worldwide? I sure do now. Grisham is one of only three authors to sell two million copies on a first printing. Oh, that's interesting. You want to know who the other two were? Yeah. Tom Clancy and J.K. Rowling. No, it's rolling. No, it's rolling. Like yeah. bowling. Yeah. yeah. Rolling like bowling. Yep. 
Okay, well, to talk about Grisham today, since Eric has minimal knowledge. Uh, I can tell you when he was born. Okay. February 8th. Oh, cool. His birthday's coming up. Oh, we should have saved it for next month. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, we didn't plan that well no. at all. Anyway, so I need a special guest. So we have our first guest of the year, and... Is it somebody from Mississippi State University where he attended and graduated? No, it's not. Okay. It's not, but you're very close. <laughs> all right. You're not close in any way. All right. So this is our first guest of the year, and our first guest who's not a staff member here at the David A. Howe Public yeah, Library. I know. We're just letting standards... Oh, I know. Just right. anybody just comes yeah. to the door. And we anybody say, Come on in. off the street. All right. So we that's have, not true. We listeners. have with us today, Steve Van Valkenburg. Say hello, Steve. Hey. There he is. You got to get right in here because this microphone doesn't pick much up. We can share. We'll share a mic. You are brothers. We're brothers. Yeah. Steve's my little brother. He's almost exactly ten years younger than me, and about ten feet taller than me. Happy twenty third birthday. So it works. Yep. It works well. All right. So. What should we do, Eric? How do you, how do you want to take us in? You're, you're going to be our guide. Well, right? uh, why don't we talk about the fact that he was born in the United States. Okay. And that his website I is see that I've made a horrible, horrible mistake. No. All right, so now Did you know he was a representative? He was a state representative? I didn't know that. In office from 1984 to 1990. I couldn't have told you the exact dates. Okay. B.J. Novak's book, uh, One More Thing, it's that collection of short stories, flash fiction. Right. He's got a short story about John Grisham that is hilarious. So In office? like No, no. Wow. It's just about John Grisham. But I, I got it from my brother-in-law for Christmas, and I reread that story, and it just killed me. So okay. If you've never read that, that's one of the best books I've read in the last All couple right. of years. Do you want to talk about his first bestseller or his first book? Let's Yeah, let's dive in like right from the first book because, Steve, I, I have a suspicion that you've actually read more John Grisham books than I have. And that's why you're here, man. Yeah. Also, you're visiting. Yeah. So, uh, uh, all right. Well, his first book, 1989, A Time to Kill. I've read that one. I just read that one, too. You, you finished it? Yes. Read, okay. All right. Yeah, that's... Uh, I remember you... Now, you didn't want to read that one. Yes. I was pretty young when I picked it up to begin with, and it was just a bit much for me to handle Yeah, that that, time. that starts with a pretty, a pretty gruesome Fairly and, graphic. and upsetting crime. So, like... Uh, to start that book, you have to just like power through and get through the case because it is it is an upsetting start. Now, what was the first Grisham that you read? Do you know? Um, let's see. I believe it was The Runaway Jury. Runaway Jury. No, I haven't read The Runaway, Runaway Jury. Runaway Jury. I've seen the movie. Back. Did you see the movie? Yes, it's different from the book. Is it? And it's in the in the book. It's against a. Uh, I think it's a. I don't remember. I don't even remember what it was. The movie was about guns, and the book was about cigarettes. Oh, okay. Or right. the opposite. Sure. Yeah, that exactly. sounds right. The movie was pretty good, but I never read the book. My first one, we've talked about it a bunch because I picked it as one of my favorites, but was The Testament, which um, Steve and I were just talking yesterday on our long drive from Erie about uh, how a lot of Grisham's books are, you know, they follow a similar pattern, and there's some that are just very different. One of those is The, uh, the Testament, which is about a, a lawyer going um, and finding a long-lost daughter, like in the Congo or something, so it's, uh, it's very different. So what came after A Time to Kill? His first bestseller, The Firm. Oh, I have read The Firm. Yeah, Do you like The Firm? I didn't love it as much as The Time to Kill, but it was not bad. Yeah, I remember liking The Firm, but when I was looking at my review, it sounded a little bit like I didn't like The Firm. <laughs> so, have well, you seen the movie? No. Starring Tom Cruise in yeah. 1993. The movie the firm. is really good. Tom Cruise is really good in it, but it, um, the ending is very different. It's a, big, it's a big change from the book. And I think I prefer the book, the way the book goes. Okay. More. So then they made that TV show recently, right? A couple years yes. ago, Josh Lucas, I think, was uh, played the Tom Cruise part. Oh, good for Josh Lucas. Yeah, getting out there. Yeah. Ever so. since the Hulk, he's been having a hard time. Was he in the Hulk? Josh Lucas? Yeah. If we're talking about the same guy, yeah, he was Cabo. He was the guy who was like, I want to use the Hulk for military stuff. Which Hulk? The first Hulk. Oh, I guess what that about the military? I don't, I don't remember. All right, yeah. so what, what do we got next? All right. So, after The Firm, his mm-hmm. first bestseller, he did mm-hmm. The Pelican Brief, The no, Client, I I have not read that The one. Chamber, and then The Rainmaker. I haven't read any of those. You've read all three? I've read Chamber and The Client. I've not gotten to Rainmaker yet. Rainmaker is also a movie. I'm pretty sure that's with Matt, Matt Damon, Damon yeah. and Danny DeVito. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. right. Oh. Pelican Brief is... I'll watch anything with Danny DeVito. Is it Julie Roberts and Denzel Washington? Yes. yes. I haven't seen that. What, what, what is your favorite? Tell me that. What is your favorite of the Grisham books? Oh, that's a tough call. Um, 
Well, I really, really enjoy the time to kill, but the broker yeah, stands so out good. to me the most probably. Oh, the broker. Yeah. Yeah. Now the broker is, uh, that's another atypical one though. Yes. That's really, it's a, more of a spy Just about, yeah. Type. It reads more like a Dan Brown novel. Yeah, it does. It does. That's good. Yeah, that's about a guy who's, he's basically in witness protection. He's, yes. he's got like a whole different life in another country. He's like learning new languages and stuff. That is an exciting one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I would probably say The Testament, but The Associate is actually really close up there. Have you read The Associate? Uh, it's been a long time, but yes, I remember okay. liking it pretty well. Yeah, yeah that was, um, I read that like right when it came out, and that one, I really like that one a lot. What else we got, Eric? All right, so after he finished The Rainmaker, he wrote The Runaway Jury. Yeah. He came out in 96, mm-hmm. so he's basically put out a book a year yeah, for his true. whole career. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, it was The Partner. The Street Lawyer and The Testament in 1999. Okay. And that's how he ended the 90s with The Testament. Okay. Do you have a least favorite? Oh, yes. Uh, the King of Torts. Oh, King of Torts. Oh, King of Torts. Yeah, yes. that, I remember. I was working in a library, not here. I was working at um, Willard Library in Michigan when that came out. And I remember that was not a well-received was book. People were very disappointed oh. in The King of Torts. Um, I liked it. I... Um, four stars, really? Yeah, I gave it four stars. <laughs> and my problem mostly was with the characters. I, I didn't like the characters so much. But, uh, wow, what's a book have to do to get three stars for you, then, if you don't like the characters? I know. Actually, I'm a little surprised that I gave it four stars. I would not give it four stars now. It would easily be three stars. Have you read it again since then? No, no, but I'm just remembering like how I felt about it. I think yeah. I've gotten harsher with my stars. Yeah. It's not for you to rate now. Yeah. You just need to keep That's moving. That's true. And trust I know. I'm not going to George Lucas it. Yeah. Go back and put Hayden Christensen in the middle of that review. I'm yeah. just going to let it sit. <laughs> so your least favorite was King of Torts. Yeah. Yeah. That was... As of right now. Yeah. I think for me, it's, uh, it's pretty close between, I think actually Rogue Lawyer, which is his most recent, so I kind of hate to say it, but I think that Rogue Lawyer was my least favorite book of his because it, it doesn't really... It follows a character, but it's like each section has its own case. There's not a whole lot of carryover. It's not a traditional novel. It's more like novellas that yeah. are tied together with a, with a similar character. Uh, Rogue Lawyer, not to be confused with Clint McKenzie, Cowboy Lawyer. Uh, you just said Clint McKenzie, so I think that proves one Clint McGavin! Clint McGavin! Clint McGavin is my intellectual property. Uh, I would not have... Oh my gosh, you just created a nemesis for him. No, I did not. Clint McKenzie! Uh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, Clint McKenzie's the worst. What if it's his stepbrother? He's got the polish and the charm, yeah. but he's actually very evil. Yeah. Borch, let me explain to you. We have... Uh, Thank you. Yeah, we, Eric and I have brainstormed a few characters over, yeah. over our time on all the books. Clint the McKenzie most, is... Oh my gosh, you said McKenzie again. I did wow. indeed. Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh my gosh. Clint McGavin. Clint McGavin. Is a cowboy lawyer. Who the heck is Clint McKenzie? He's the nemesis now. I'm telling oh. you what. It's like... <laughs> See, here's what happened. They were like roommates in law school. They were yeah. best friends. Like, hey, we're Clint and Clint. Here comes the Clints, you know. And then they, they made this crossroads. Yeah. And Clint McGavin was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow the true path. Yeah. I don't need glory. I don't need fame. Yeah. You're only in it for the money, right. and McKenzie. Clint, Clint McKenzie, yeah. he, he took the easy way. Yeah. And he's sure he's wealthy. Yeah. He's respected. Yeah. But only professionally. Yeah. Personally, he's despised. Yeah. Plus, he's, he's no cowboy. No. He's yeah. like a businessman. He mm-hmm. comes in there and is like, I'm going to help this business buy yeah. up that ranch. Yeah. And McGavin's all like, not if I have anything yeah. to say about it. Come on, so Ranger. It's, it's quite the saga, Steve. We're, yeah. uh, we're, we're talking to some, uh, some yeah. uh, movie production companies yeah. who are interested in adapting the film. But we're yeah. very... Pro- I'm, I'm Rupert Wyatt is trying to direct it. name at any, any drop of a hat. Well, but... that courtroom showdown, I can tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. See, Steve yeah. would watch it. Yeah. That's great. I'm intrigued. Yeah. 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 Anytime a, uh, a witness tries to run away... Just, he, the, yeah, the, he's the, lasso the lasso comes so right out, it, pulls him right back in. So that's that's uh, that's cowboy lawyer, rogue lawyer, not good. So cowboy lawyer, excellent. Yeah, an excellent good. read, an excellent uh, watch. A, as a close second um, would be the litigators. I you read the litigators, Steve? I did. I didn't hate it as much as you did, but I didn't find it very memorable. Oh, that one, I did. it was just one of those books that I was like, please, can I finish this? <laughs> Why are you holding a pog? I'm not. Eric, Listeners, I'm not. Eric Nick just made up that a up. Pog, and I don't know where it came from. Yeah, I know. Seriously, you just went back to the playground in 1993. <laughs> <laughs> Alf is back in Pog form. <laughs> Melmac. Do you know what Elf's real name is? It's. Can you? Do you remember? Do you know it, Steve? No. 
Garth. Listen, no, don't say it. Listeners, if you know Alf's <laughs> real name, send it to at all the book show. And, and if we'll, you, you know we'll what? give you a special shout out. Listeners, if you look it up online and then yeah, send us that, the answer, no. we'll know. So you're on the honor system. You're yeah. on the honor system. You have to know Just Alf's like real Clint name. McGavin. Good job, buddy. Whew. Okay. All right. Well, in 2000, he started the decade with The Brethren. Nope. Brethren. I like that one pretty well, actually. Yeah. A Painted House. Oh, you know, that's, I think that's the first of his non-lawyer ones. You, you've read Painted yes. House, Steve. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about those for a minute. What of the... Does that include Skipping Christmas? Yeah. Okay. So let's... Uh, what, what are, do you have a list of his non, non-legal ones there? <sighs> they must be the ones with this little like, cross here. So okay. Painted House, yep. Skipping Christmas, yep. Bleachers, mm-hmm. Playing for Pizza, yeah. Calico Joe. Calico. Calico. <laughs> Calico would be a, like ColecoVision. Yeah. Which is a yeah. video game system from the 80s. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Joe could play ColecoVision like nobody's Coleco business. Coleco Joe, absolutely. Yeah. Coleco Joe, you All need right, to so stop playing. What else we got? That's it. Oh, playing. Okay. 2012 was the last time he did it. Uh, so I guess of those, I've read Bleachers and Playing for Pizza. I've read none of his. Um, you, read Paint, you read Painted House, though. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. I about that one. You, did you like Painted House? I did. It was uh, more interesting than I thought it would be. It was one I kind of steered away from when I was younger because it didn't appeal to me, but right. when I finally broke down and read it. Is that, what, is that historical? That's set in like. 50s or something is uh, it? earlier i think oh is it okay. a little bit earlier i've like, wanted to read it like rural think. like mississippi or whatever it okay. is. if you really wanted to read it you would have read it by now nick isn't there a movie what of painted house yes, i will tell you in a Logan Lerman in it from um uh first being wallflower oh okay all right yeah, i haven't seen it yet but i know i've read uh i read bleachers and it was just kind of a it's more of a novella it's just about a guy who's kind of who was the football star, and he was a little disgraced, which is kind of a similar plot to Playing for Pizza, actually. But um, Bleachers was okay. I really liked Playing for Pizza. I thought that was really good. My wife and I listened to it on a long road trip, and it was the only thing she's ever read by John Grisham, and she really liked it. She didn't know it was Grisham. We were like halfway through it, and she was like, what? Because <laughs> it's just about a, a guy who yeah. goes to play football in Italy. You tricked her. So I did trick her, yeah. It was, a, it was deception. Playing for Pizza. <laughs> Uh, I have not read Skipping Christmas. I have it. I was going to read it this Christmas, and I just had so many other Christmas cat and dog. So that wasn't turned into uh, Christmas with the Cranks. It was. Yeah, yeah. 2004, Christmas with the Cranks. That is it. The movies. That's I don't. Great. Do you, you like I it? Like oh, it. See, I was going to say I hate that movie. Yeah, that's not a great movie. Have you seen it? Uh, yes, in bits and pieces, but okay. every time it's not like, oh, yeah. I didn't. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't work for me, so you haven't read the book. No, though. I don't know how much it's like the book. Okay, but you like the movie. I remember liking the movie. It's been okay. a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. There's one movie that I've always wanted to see that's based on the Grisham, and it's called The Gingerbread Man, and it was like a manuscript for a book that he never published, and they, they turned it into a movie, which is odd. It's an odd thing to do. I've never seen it. I don't know the plot. Gingerbread Man came out in 1998. Who's in that? I'll tell you, Nick. All right. Uh, it was directed by Robert Altman. Okay. Uh, stars Kenneth Brown, Robert Downey Jr. You say Kenneth Brown? Yeah. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. Really? Daryl Hannah. Wow. Famke Jensen huh. and Robert Duvall. Wow. Really? And uh, some other people. I don't That's know. a pretty good cast if you take out Daryl Hannah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What has she done besides Blade Runner? Boy. Uh, Splash. I mean, Splash is like fifty foot woman. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, he's okay. right. She's in the grumpy Wall old Street. Man. She was in Wall Street. Wall Street. Oh, yeah. Roxanne. She is horribly miscast in uh, Wall Street. She's oh, she was in Kill Bill. She was evil in Kill Bill. Oh, she's in um, Grumpy Old Men. Grumpy Old Men. She's in those two. Why are we talking about Daryl Hannah? I, uh, <laughs> Folks, thank you for joining us in our Speaking Daryl of Hannah old men, I watched a movie over break called. Remind me of the. De- it's like IQ. Is that what it is? IQ. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. With. Matthau, Walter Matthau, yeah, as, as, as Albert Einstein, as Albert Einstein, sorry, yeah. Meg Ryan and Tim Robbins, yeah, falling in love, kind of. I, I saw that. I think I saw that in theaters when it first came out. Wow, I haven't seen it since. That is, it was very nineties. Did you like it? Mm. I can't tell if you meant that you liked it or not. No, I mean like it. De- you can watch it and be like, oh yeah, this is a nineties film. Okay, it was okay. All right. I Great. Don't, I'm sorry. It was. It was funny. It wasn't until the end when uh-huh. they were like, when the credits were rolling, I was like, that was Matthau. Matthew? Oh, you didn't realize that was him? No. I kept going, like, who is this? Huh. He did pretty good. They're in a couple movies. Is he her, her, he's her granddaughter? She's his granddaughter? Yeah, now you, now you understand it. Okay. Yeah. They're also, they play father and daughter in Hanging Up. Huh. So they're in a couple things together. All right. Well. Speaking of, see, this is, a, this is what happens. We get down these little rabbit trails. Yeah. But uh, my wife and I, I finally tricked her into watching uh, Joe versus the Volcano, which was yeah. Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, yeah. their first collaboration. Yeah. It's a trippy, weird movie, and I really like it. 
So that's the second time, though, you've admitted to tricking your wife into watching or reading something. That's true. Do, yeah. you, do you ever get her just to agree yeah. on reading or watching yeah. anything? It takes more work. Yeah. <laughs> no. You just put something in? No. Like, you skip the title sequence? She was just still in the kitchen, and I was like, I'm going to put this movie in. Yeah. She was like, what's this? And I was like, oh, you'll see. And it was Joe versus the Volcano. Right. But she loved it. Nice. So, what are you going to do? It's like your deception. Yeah. So and we just, again. We just watched You've Got Mail around Christmas, too. So How many Meg Ryan films are you going to trick her into watching? No, oh, she loves You've Got Mail. Oh, okay. So, Have you I ever seen the original? The, um, Shop Around the Corner? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have it. I've also seen In the Good Old Summertime, the Judy Garland one. Okay. Which is another take on it. And I directed a production of She Loves Me, which is, they're all based on the same story. So. My favorite Meg Ryan movie is Anastasia, an animated film by Don Bluth. I've never, <laughs> I've never seen Anastasia. Really? Yeah. With uh, Christopher Lloyd as uh, Rasputin. Oh, yeah. He's got that song. Okay. Where you he's like, what? in the dark of the night, evil will find Oddly her, enough, I've seen her. the animated Bartok movie. Oh, with Hank Azaria. Yeah. Oh, man, he was thrilled to find out they were going to make a part time film. Yeah, it was great for him. Frasier's in it. I have to say uh, When Harry Met Sally would be my favorite Meg Ryan film. Steve, do you have a favorite Meg Ryan film? I've never actually seen a movie with her in it, to be honest. That's crazy. What? You must have seen a Meg Ryan film. You grew up in the 90s, right? Well, I mean, yeah. Kind of. Well, 93. He was born in 93, so he would have been seven boy. in 2000. I feel like I saw Half Asleep in Seattle on TV once, but I don't remember anything about it. I guess I can't really think of anything she's done lately. Sorry, Meg Ryan. Did you see um, the one with Hugh Jackman? Oh, yeah. What is that called? Isn't that, uh, I can't Kate tell you. Kate and Leopold. Kate and Leopold. I, did you see Kate and Leopold? No. I feel okay. like I've seen All right, we're all watching Kate and Leopold this That's week. That's another time travel story. <laughs> Folks, also send us your favorite Meg Ryan movie <laughs> at All the Book Show on Twitter. Wow. So, uh, speaking of John Grisham, <laughs> where did we leave off? So, we're in the 2000s. Yeah, all right. The, the summons came out in 2002. After his two non... Did you, you don't like the summons? I haven't read it. I read that one pretty recently. Actually. Okay. And? Did you like I, it? I enjoyed it. It was... Uh, it turned out differently than I expected. It had a nice twist. Oh, that's nice when that happens. The King of Torts, 2003. Oh, boy. I uh, liked The King of Torts. I loathe King oh. of Torts. The Last Juror? 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 The Rural Juror? The Rural Juror? The Rural Juror. 30 Rock reference. Yeah. Uh, See, remember that uh, it's a bad there. reference if you have to say what it's a reference of, Nick. I'm sorry. Uh, I have not read The Last Juror. Steve. All right. Well, that was 2004. Okay. All right. Which one are you squeaking so much? Is it your uh, brother? Probably, probably me. Steve. All right. Well, our listeners are probably going insane right yeah. now. Like, what's gave, happening? Steve, according to Goodreads, you read it in 2013 and you gave it three stars. Yeah. All right. What <laughs> else I remember we got? being action heavy. The Broker, 2005. Oh, we both love The Broker. Yes, that one you read that first and you were like, you have to read The Broker. Yes. Brothers. So, and you were absolutely right. Talking about The Broker. I enjoyed yeah. that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, the Innocent Man, 2006. I just oh. finished reading that one. Yeah, that is uh, Christian's only nonfiction. And it's great. The Innocent Man. I read that. I read it right like the month that we were getting married, and I just had too much going on. I was like, I cannot read this book right and now. It's too dense. For your wedding. Yeah. I get it. So I put it aside, and I've never gone back to it. Yeah. But I would like wow. to because I really was enjoying it's it. It's one of the it's only four star ones I believe I put on there. It's, too it's very good. Yeah. It doesn't even read like nonfiction almost. Yeah, it is. I, re- I read probably half of it, and I remember really enjoying it. What else we got? All right, so then it was playing for pizza. The Appeal in 2008, followed by The Associate in 2009, followed by Ford County in 2009. You're reading The Appeal right now? Yes. I'm about a third of the way through The Appeal, I believe, right now. Do you like it? I do so far. Uh, Nothing's jumped out substantially different from your typical genre from book, (laughs) but I enjoy it so far. I love The Associate. What was the other one you said? Ford County. Oh, I've read Ford County. It's a county where they accidentally elected a Ford truck, right? Yeah, that's true. It becomes Ford County? Yeah. No, Ford County is uh, his only short story collection. Oh. And it's set in Ford County, which is the setting for uh, A Time to Kill and Sycamore Row and The Last Juror. A few other things use that setting. No one ever writes A Time to Laugh. That's true. Didn't they cover that in the Star Trek book? I think there's a Star Trek. I was just thinking. That. <laughs> really? There's, there's a Star Trek book called Time to Laugh. There's a whole series. There's a series. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. It's a it's a next generation series set between Star Trek Insurrection and uh, Nemesis. Okay. I've read all of those. Have you read those? I have not read any of those. I just remember oh. you reading them. <laughs> That's funny. I did read them all. Would you suggest the Time series then? I liked it. Okay. It was good. <laughs> and they each kind of focus on a different character. Like each yeah. one gets a, a spotlight. Okay, can I tell you something? It was so funny. Uh, yeah, you can. Uh, me and my wife were trying to figure out what to get you for your birthday. Yeah. And I suggested something Star Trek related. Yeah. And she says to me, I don't know, does Nick even like Star Trek that much? What? And I was like, it was like I had fallen into another 
universe. Because it's like, she's obviously friends with you. Yeah. She, she, we've known, watched known Star Trek together. Time. We watched all the Star Trek movies together. She just doesn't know that I, you, she Wait, listens she, to this podcast. She bought me that Star Trek, that William Shatner Star Trek V book. She doesn't think you like Star Trek that much. Wow. Yeah. That's tough to hear. Yeah. See, hasn't she been listening every time we try to say Star Wars? I say Star Trek. I mean, it's got to yeah. be something. Wait. Did you get me a Star Trek present? No, we did not. What was, the heck? It was too much money. Though, this is oh, a good time I to see. tell you about it. Uh, they're doing a Star Trek orchestral concert in Rochester. That's awesome. In uh, That's awesome. February. It's a big tour thing they're doing. My it's answer go- is yes. They're going there. It's going to be the full orchestra and everything. And they're going to be doing it in time with scenes from the shows and movies. Wow. But we have yes. to go. My answer is yes. Yeah, too, Steve's in. Let's do it. When, when I was thinking about getting you the tickets, they yeah. were $35 a ticket. Yeah. When I went to go buy the tickets, they had gone up to about $80 a ticket. Wow. So, so I'm not worth $35 to you. No, I was going to get you the $35 that's tickets. Upsetting. Okay. But, but that's the threshold. Anything more, well, our friendship is... Okay. $65. Because okay. I'd also have to get you one for Hillary, your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Though Kendra, also, my wife also suggested we just get you a ticket. I just go by myself. <laughs> you just go by yourself. She's out of control. Yeah. <laughs> Hillary doesn't let you Star Trek that much, does she? she Your wife? It. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Not according to Kendra. You know, when, um, when I was in college, the Houghton College like orchestra, I don't, I don't remember who was the conductor at that time, but like, I don't know if it was every year, but on, on some regular, they would do like a big Star Trek piece, yeah. and it was so much fun. Yeah. Hillary and I went, I think when we were dating, and uh, my friend Steve Rudd, was there and uh-huh. like that's when the three of us like became friends so it was really fun yeah. it was a lot of fun so this has been all the memories with yeah. Nick and Eric all the memories <laughs> yep. hi Steve Rudd <laughs> not Steve my brother uh, alright 2010 The Confession ooh oh yeah uh, I read The Confession I wasn't a huge fan of The Confession do you remember that one Steve no I don't which one it's, was that uh, what, what year did you say that came 2010. out 2010 oh I didn't get to that one I forgot all about that one actually oh oh so it looks like, Steve, you liar, you haven't read them all. No. I never claimed to have read them all, <laughs> That's folks. True. I That's never, true. never once claimed Well, that. it was implied. There was an implication. I didn't like the confession so much, but I gave it four stars. What I don't understand what's happening in this room right now. Maybe I, maybe I did like it. I remember not liking it. We're talking about the confession. Yeah, the confession. Right. My confession is that I didn't like it so much. All right. Getting through that book was my crucible. <laughs> Right. Just, just it was when you were no. stripped down to metals. No, we've done this. Poured into a... No, abort, abort. <laughs> uh, what else we got? So I said The Litigators in 2011, which wow. you said you loved. Hated. Loved. Hated. Loved. Hated. Loved. Hated. Love hated. No. <laughs> like a love-hate relationship. Yeah. Like, oh, I hate that I can't yeah, quit but you. I, but I just hate Litigators. Yeah. Uh, All right, what's after that? Calico Joe. I haven't read Calico Joe. Not to be confused with Calico Joe. I don't remember it at all. Okay. Uh, the Racketeer was 2012. Uh, no, I haven't read that one actually. Hmm. Wow, I'm not a believer. Sycamore Row, 2013. Oh, Sycamore Row is. Re- I've talked about that a little on the podcast before, but um, Sycamore Row is a direct sequel to A Time to Kill. And outside from the Theodore Boone books, it's the only one that has like a real sequel. Like I said, there's a few things that use a similar setting, but it follows the same main character, and it's really. They really feel like they were written back to back. The, the writing is just so tight. I was really impressed by that. You haven't read Sycamore Rose? I've not yet. You've got to check that out. You, I think you'd really enjoy that. All right. Well, two more books, okay. and then we're caught up. All right. So 2014 was Grey Mountain. Grey Mountain. All right. So that was good. That, was, that followed a female protagonist that was about uh, a nonprofit kind of fighting against a strip mining company. Huh. So it was good. I liked it. It got uh, mixed reviews, I remember, when it came out, but I, I really liked it. Okay. It was good. And that's, you haven't read that no. much. Okay, so you haven't read that one. I really liked the book Graying Mountain. Oh. It was about a book that sure. realized one morning that it was going gray. It was going and it starts having like a midlife crisis. Midlife crisis. And it's just about yeah. it finding itself inside yeah. its inner mountain. I hear what you're saying. So it was actually, really made me think about my life. That's great. I'm glad so, you're here. Uh, Rogue Lawyer is 2015. Blech. His most recent book. Yeah. This Rogue Lawyer Goes Rogue. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't. Know. Do we have? Because he has, he has a. Tell me about the YA series. He has a YA series called yeah. Theodore Boone. Okay, Kid Lawyer and came out in 2010. Okay, the latest one came out in 2015. Called oh wow, so still current. Yeah, man. Uh, Do we have all those in the collection? You know, I don't know if we have the Fugitive, the okay. newest one, but we've got the other four. Okay, um, it's a legal thriller. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 
you know, for eight to like thirteen year olds. Yeah, it says. It's um, um. So Steve, which ones of those have you read? Theodore Boone. Yeah, just the very first one. Okay, all right. He no. said he he wrote the Theodore Boone Bo- ah Theodore Boone books to catch up with Harry Potter. What? Since his because his number one books had uh, once been bestsellers. Oh, okay. And then Harry Potter took over. Took him over. So okay. Uh, yeah. I, so I, I guess it's just read uh, the first three of the Theodore Boone. And I, re- I like the first one. I, the second one so far is called The Abduction. That one's been my favorite. The third one, uh, as I mentioned, we, when I read it, we talked about it a little bit The here, Accused. That it was, uh, it was very simplistic. It was too simplistic, I felt. Even, even geared for a younger audience, it just really wasn't that compelling. It yeah. was very simple. It's interesting that he would start a YA series so late in his career. It was just a different... Well, different, YA... I mean... Lots of authors. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, we got I mean Joyce, Joyce didn't Carol start doing yeah. it until late. Harlan Coben started. Uh, yeah. Robert Parker did a few. Yeah, James Patterson. James Patterson. Yeah. Yeah, James Patterson has been doing that forever. Yeah, with his Maximum Ride and everything. Yeah. yeah. So, have all right. Read, have you read any Maximum Ride, Steve? No, I just know of them. Have you read much James Patterson? I've never read anything. James Nothing. Patterson. Nothing. Oh, okay. All right. Here's his movies. Okay. Uh, featured films: The Firm, The Pelican yeah, I Brief. Seen it. I haven't seen it. No. The Client. Haven't seen it. A no. Time to Kill. Haven't seen the it. The Chamber. No. Haven't seen it. The Rainmaker. Haven't seen it. Gingerbread Man. No. Painted House. No. Runaway Jury. Yes. Yes, I've seen that one. John Cusack. <laughs> that's right. Gene Hackman. Uh, uh, Mickey. No, that's Mickey. a baseball one, right? No. Oh, that's interesting. That's a baseball one, and I think he just wrote the screenplay. It's not based on a book. He just uh-huh. wrote the, uh, the screenplay for it. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. So The Associate was supposed to come out last year. I didn't realize they were making a movie about it. No. Uh, so if it did, flew under our radar, yeah. or it's late. And the Testament should be coming out. Oh, really? Sometime. Really? TBA. Huh. Same thing for uh, Calico Joe. Oh. And on television, you can watch The Client, which lasted for 20 episodes. Yeah. You can watch the TV <laughs> pilot for The Street Lawyer, Ooh, which came out in 2003. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. yeah. And The Firm had 22 seasons. 22 episodes? 22 episodes. Man, 22 <laughs> not, seasons. Yeah, that's, that's great. Those are like gun smoke numbers. No, it's not, <laughs> it's not, that, that's not yeah. that prolific. Did you see the TV show at all, Steve? No, I have not. I haven't either. Yeah. Well, don't ask me for any more information because the internet went out. Oh, my. Okay, so here we are. Here it's we are. It's all just the knowledge contained in yeah. my head and Steve's head. So what we've learned today yeah. is that this is an author who we've spotlighted. Yeah. Spotlit. Yeah. That you need to read more of. I've read what? How many books have I read? I've read like 15 of his books. At least. That's He's, a lot. Is it at least half? I don't know. How many books has he had? I don't know. I got rid of the page and the oh. internet's gone out. Okay. All right. We're well, recording podcasts I like do, the Pilgrims I mean, I, used to. I read, I read Grisham recently. And actually this year, uh, I've really, I've read more Grisham this year than I have like ever. Because I read. Um, do you think it's because you're aging? Uh, yeah. I'm aging in reverse like Benjamin Button. This year, I read, <laughs> I read Playing for Pizza, Rogue Lawyer, Grey Mountain, Theodore Boone the Accused, and Sycamore Row. Wow. All yeah. in this year. Well, last year. Yeah, 2015. Yeah. Sorry. And then in 2014, I only read The Litigators, and I was like, no, that's it. Yeah. You're so, brave. like, in years past, I'd been just kind of like one a year, and then this year, I was like, bang. I did like five. So. All right. I'm going to keep going. I'm yeah. looking forward. I don't know what he's putting out next. I... I yeah. I suspected that Grey Mountain was going to be a series, but I hmm. haven't heard anything about that continuing, but I, I would read it if they did. I think I'm going to read, I'm going to try to keep up with the John Grisham that I've read and like keep that number steady. Okay. Are you really, you're not interested at all in Grisham? I don't know. It's, I guess it's not really your thing. Well, I yeah. think that if I had to pick one for you, I would say playing for pizza because I think you really would enjoy it. It's I do of, like pizza. I know you do. It's like it's a football. It's a football book. It's a fish out of water story. Mm. It's not a mystery or or legal. So I think yeah. if you were going to read one, I would say playing for pizza. Uh, it'd be more interesting to hear from our listeners. What, yeah, what they like. Yeah, from John let's Grisham. get Eric to read some John Grisham. So what? listeners, well, <laughs> listeners, or John Grisham himself, please, please John, su- yes, suggest a book to. To yeah. Eric, you can you can do that at all the books on Twitter, all the books show on yeah. Twitter, yeah. David A. Howe Library Facebook page, or email us at wellsvilla.tls.org. Let us know your your favorite John Grisham or what you like about John Grisham, and which one you think would be a good one. If you if you've never read a Grisham before, what's the one to start with? What do you think, Steve? Uh, based on his typical style, or just as yeah? A if you were going to say like, if you were going to try to introduce not someone, the firm, I don't know. I wouldn't go with the firm. Probably honestly, I might say a time to kill. 
Amazing. I would definitely start with Time to Kill. It's the first one. It's really strong. It's really good. It what about uh, what about Timeline? That's Michael, Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton. Right. Would that be a good place to start? Um, that's by Michael Crichton. Right. Not John Grisham. So I don't think that that would be good, no. Huh. All right. Yeah. I guess I don't understand. All right. So Steve, <laughs> Steve and I say A Time to Kill is the one right. to start yeah. with. Time to Kill. you got to read Seymour Rowe. I do. Right. Now, that I, now that I don't know a little bit. Is it A Time to Kill, A Time to Live, or A Time to Kill, A Time to Be Born? Um, a Time to Be Born, A Time to Kill? I don't know. Is A Time to Kill even in there? I think it's A Time to Be Born, A Time to Die. Die. So what's A Time to Kill? Is a John Grisham novel? <laughs> anyway. A time to have peace right, with your Steve, enemies, let me drink wine deeply. Reading the ones that you've read that I haven't read, yes. which of those do you think I should read? You should read. Um, which what would I like the best of the ones that you read that I haven't? <gasps> Ooh. Starship Troopers? That's not great. <laughs> oh, because it's by Robert Heinlein? I mean, it's easy for me. I think I would probably say uh, Sycamore Row. Now, which ones have you not read go. again? Oh, boy. There's too many to list. Yeah. If I'm the barometer for our audience. You, you just got bored? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we can we can decide later, and we'll let everybody know. <laughs> I think you did read Runaway Jury, right? No, I would go with that one actually. That is really good. Okay, Runaway Jury. All right, here it is. is. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Steve, my, pleasure. my brother, yeah. our first non-employee guest, our first guest in 2016. Yeah. That was very like, I don't know what the word is, uh-huh. uh, diplomatic uh-huh. of you. I don't know. Keep, keep going. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're like Steve, my brother. Uh-huh. First born of the, you know. Well, he's my Well, younger, he wouldn't be the first brother, born, so but he might have been the first born of a really, certain month. That's, yeah, yeah. March, Gosh, March. you don't know where I was going with that. Steve's birthday's in March, so <laughs> coming up, we're on the bend. All right. Uh, now I'm all lost. I almost said happy birthday. No, we're just, we just got to close it. Anything going yeah. on at the library. Uh, so I would just say. You've got your book clubs. Yeah, the book clubs are going strong now, so stop in. Pick up your copy starting of, up soon. Uh, pick up your copy of Prince of Beverly Hills by Stuart Woods or The right. Tiger's Wife by Taya O'Brien. What about you, buddy? You want to talk about the new, uh, the new dro- or the appointment tech labs? Yeah. Hey, if you want to come to our tech labs, that's great. Yeah. Uh, they're now by appointment, yeah. so just come in or you- call. Let us know what time between 10 to 12 on Wednesdays and Fridays. So if you've got a new Christmas gadget and you, yeah. want, uh, you want a little help with it, you can sign up for uh-huh. one-on-one times Wednesdays or Friday mornings. You sign up at the front desk, and Eric will sit down and yeah. help you. And then uh, we've got some other programs coming up. Yep. Exciting time. Yes. Do you think 2016 is going to be a better year for the library than 2015 or a worse year? Well, I mean, when you put it like that, there was—I mean, there's a lot of exciting things happening in 2015, like the Joyce Carol Oates thing. Better or worse? Is it going to be better or worse here? Better. It's going to be better. I'm going to say better. Yeah, because yeah. we got some good plans. All we right. got some good stuff coming. Nice. I was going to say probably just as good. Oh, that so. would have been a safer bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> now I've now made a promise that. Yeah. I <laughs> but I didn't give you that option. No, you didn't. You didn't. Neither would society. No, we that's how we go. Sure wouldn't. We've got a lot of new graphic novels. In our graphic novel collection, yeah. Eric picked up a bunch over the break. So yeah, we... I went. I went to my hometown to a yeah. wonderful store called Bull Moose. Are you trying is... to? Are you trying to get free swag? You want oh like a Bull, gosh, Moose Bull Moose T-shirt? Please, I, I can't be a party to this. I'm going to talk. I've I've talked to you on Twitter before. I'm going to talk to you again now. I love you. Please send me some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, our adult graphic novels are they're going like hotcakes. Yeah, like, it was crazy. I mean, we got people big, went nuts for them batches. over the break. Yeah, so. A lot of good I just stuff. Found a so bunch if you're a graphic Superman novel comics. fan, or if you want to become a graphic novel fan, stop in and check it out. I just ordered a big Captain America one nice. for like eight dollars from Bull Moose. You, Bull Moose, please, please. Get, stop it. We gotta get Civil War. We gotta get Civil War. We do gotta get Civil War. Whew. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all we got. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks to our guest, Steve Van Valkenburg. Thanks everybody for listening in. We'll see you next yeah. time. You know, I think like I, I do the oh, intros. God. I think you do the outros. I try I to do the outros, thing. and then you just keep talking. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, go ahead. You're, you're now the official outroer. The good, rural good, outroer. Goodbye. <laughs> All right.